Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome to Noise Filter. Of course, I'm Hope, and I just want to welcome our producer, Graham Patterson, to the show today. Dr. Derry is traveling, so Graham is stepping in for him. Graham is wonderful, and he's been on the podcast before, so this is a no-brainer. So, Graham, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Hope. You're wonderful, too. Heart disease in different Asian American backgrounds. On medical forms, Asian Americans have one box to check regarding race. When identifying race, there's no way to differentiate the many different backgrounds of people from Asia. This limitation can be concerning, especially as it relates to health and healthcare. A recent retrospective analysis conducted by the CDC revealed that some subgroups of Asian backgrounds are at elevated risk for different heart and vascular diseases. It makes sense when you think about it. Asian Americans can trace their lineage back to over 20 different countries, such as Vietnam, Japan, India, China, the Philippines, and more. Among these 20 countries, there are countless differences in culture, language, histories, and immigration status. With these differences in mind, it's easy to imagine that people with origins from these vastly diverse backgrounds could have a plethora of different health risks. The idea of acknowledging different backgrounds is becoming more pressing considering the fact that Asian Americans currently are the fastest growing demographic group in the United States. The population of Asian Americans has increased from 11.9 million people in 2000 to 22.4 million in 2019. The study examined the mortality from three different heart and vascular issues. They examined ischemic heart disease, which is a lack of sufficient oxygen delivery to the heart muscle, heart failure, when the heart does not pump hard enough, causing a backup of blood that can lead to swelling in different areas of the body, And the last was cerebrovascular disease, which is a restriction of blood flow because of the narrowing of blood vessels or other blockages. The researchers classified the Asian Americans included in the study by country, which their family originated from. The data revealed that incidents of ischemic heart disease were highest among Asian Indian women. The greatest increase in terminal heart failure was in Asian Indian men and women and Vietnamese men and women accounted for the highest number of cerebral vascular fatalities. So this study gave a unique insight into the differences of mortality and cardiovascular differences among different groups of Asian Americans. Moving forward with the knowledge from this study, there should be a concerted focus on examining risk factors and indicators among Asian Americans as it applies to their specific heritage and background. 
I think this is wonderful. And I think everybody should be doing this because no one group is a monolith. And that's especially true when it comes to health issues, right? Totally, totally. This is one of those stories that we do occasionally where you just scratch your head a little and think like, why weren't we already doing this a long time ago? Like, Like it does seem like almost kind of like an easy win because it makes so much sense. Underrepresented racial and ethnic minority students in a U.S. medical school. A recent study published in Annals of Internal Medicine examined the impacts of affirmative action bans in certain states and the impact of medical school acceptances of underrepresented minority students. In the U.S., the amount of physicians that report belonging to an underrepresented minority group remains proportionately lower than the representative population. The study included 53 different medical schools across the United States, some with affirmative action bans, others in states who allowed affirmative action. And they compared these over the years from 1985 until 2019. The study revealed that prior to the implementation of affirmative action bans, almost 15% of students enrolled in U.S. medical schools nationwide were underrepresented minorities. In a five-year period following the ban, there was almost a 5% decrease in enrollment of underrepresented minority students, while there was almost a 1% increase in the control schools that were not in states that implemented bans on affirmative actions. There was a clear and significant decrease in racial and ethnic minority students enrolled in medical schools in states that banned affirmative action underscoring the harmful effects of such legislation on the medical community. As mentioned earlier, ethnic and racial minorities are already underrepresented in the medical community, and bans on affirmative action are worsening the issue. U.S. medical schools must find more ways to create diversity in their accepting students and incoming classes. I'm just thinking of the last story that we talked about, Hope, and talking about how we're seeing better results for patients when the doctors, you know, are part of their community, mm-hmm. when they know the community. Yeah. And so, you know, the more we're having these situations where the physicians are not representative of the diversity of the United States, I think we're, you know, we're probably going to run into these problems with patients receiving the standard of care mm-hmm. that is you know, not just equal, but equitable. Mm-hmm. And we still have a long ways to go with this. And we've reported on this before here in Noise Filter, but the one silver lining of the COVID pandemic is that we are seeing an uptick of enrollment of people of color, students of color in medical schools, especially Black students. The enrollment has gone up because of the pandemic. So that's one silver lining. I actually just read a story of a student. Um, She attended the HBCU Medical School. She was the youngest graduate ever from the school. And like the uh, the 146 year 
that the school has been no, uh, uh, out there. She is the wow. youngest one. She graduated from medical school at 21 years old. You're kidding me. Yes. Yes. That's incredible. What Young black world? woman. Things are getting better in that front, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, like I said, one silver lining of the pandemic. Right. That's fantastic news. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being a doctor at 20? one years old i can't imagine it's it's already strange for me like as a 40 year old now to go to the doctor <laughs> and they're younger than me and they're right. like 35 but 21 that would feel a little weird probably but good for oh her wow gosh, good for her like yeah <laughs> thanks for listening to noise filter your public health podcast Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter Podcast, follow us on social media, and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Hickerson, at HopeHickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at The Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to NoiseFilterShow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your health care providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.